This is Coffee, Wine, and Chocolate, a podcast inspired by people, places, and things. Welcome. I'm your host, Dawn. You can find me at all the links I've provided below in the notes. But specifically, you can find me at the podcast website, which is coffeewineandchocolate.com. So I was planning on talking about changes we make in our lives for this episode, but something happened to change it just a bit. I will still be talking about these things, but with some reflections to start off. In this episode, I'm talking about life changes, making a difference and being a light to others in your life. What made me decide on this for this episode was the death of my cousin. I will talk about him and about being there for others. I will have an update on my life and things going on and share a positive article from the Power Positivity website as well. I hope you enjoy, and here we go. Now to start this episode off, I am going to talk about my cousin. He died on Monday, January the 30th, 2023. He was only 61, but had health issues that finally led to his body failing him. He had a brilliant mind and unfortunately seemed to have a somewhat tumultuous life at times. I don't know what led to this happening, but he was one of my favorite cousins and I tried to support him when he needed an ear to bend. Growing up, he was always happy, had the best laugh and gave the best hugs. He played piano and had such a great personality. As he got older, you could see that happy guy disappearing and becoming more cynical and troubled. It was heartbreaking. The last time I talked to him was during COVID in September of 2020. I could kick myself for not reaching out since then. Like everyone, we were going about living our lives. Definitely not thinking something would happen to one another that we needed to keep in contact more often. And from what I understand, he didn't want anyone to know his health was failing. It was him and his sister, the only siblings from my aunt, my mom's middle sister and uncle. His sister was always there for him, and I always thought they had such a great bond, even if at times in disagreement. She has been the one that has tried to help him and be there to catch him when no one else could or would. At least that is how I have seen things. And she is taking it hard right now. Him being in another country when he died, she is having a hard time getting him home, as I understand. You just never know when someone you love is going to die. It's not something we want to think of nor believe that will ever happen, but it does. Thing is, when things like this happen, we say we have to do better and stay in touch with those we love. But life gets in the way, and if you are not near to them where you live or don't talk that much, the time just slips away. We are all guilty of it, but each one of us feels differently about it or acts differently about it. Even as my boys were growing up, I was really bad about staying in touch with my parents and sister. I was totally focused on my family and boys, making sure they had all they needed to have stable, safe lives. But when you do this, you lose sight of the others you love and will be wanting to be involved with once the kids are grown and out of the house. 
Then, if you are like me, you have to work to show those you love that you haven't forgotten them, are still here, and want to be a part of their lives. Don't wait. Tell your loved ones and friends that you love them and miss them. Don't put it aside. Do it as often as you can. Make sure they know that you care and are thinking about them. Some would say it's a Gen X thing, the way we were brought up and taught. We learned how to get on independently from our parents, taught that we should be able to take care of ourselves no matter what, with no interference from anyone, not even our parents. So we did, especially once married and raising our own families. Unfortunately, I wasn't good at it like my sister was. She has made sure that finances are in line and in specific order. Of course, being in banking at first and HR for most of her professional life, she was bound to be good at it. There have been so many changes in my life, especially the last eight years. I feel when you go through changes, you learn so much, not only of yourself, but of others as well. Circumstances change and life challenges come into play But I feel your strength shows through when you are able to deal with the harder things as they come. And it helps you appreciate the good, great days even more. My partner, Jeff, has gone through a change this past month and a half when he had surgery on his eye. Having only one eye and putting that said eye in the hands of a doctor to make it better for him was a big deal. There's always a chance that it won't work or that something bad might happen and he could lose his sight completely. But his sight was getting to the point where it was either get the surgery or eventually lose his sight almost completely anyway. So, surgery it was to be. Jeff was born with his eye having a keyhole pupil. Instead of a round pupil, as a larger percentage of humans have, his went down in the bottom and therefore his sight was a bit off. Put a cataract and astigmatism in addition to that and you can imagine how his sight was. When we went to Boots Opticians after his surgery, we were told that his previous prescription for his eye was negative nine. Negative nine. It is now plus one and a half. Absolutely amazing. But I get ahead of myself. The day after his surgery, he woke to what looked like fog and vision that was not clear at all. As most of us would, he was extremely upset that his sight was going to be worse. The doctor had warned him that it would be worse that first week, and then slowly get better. We kept up with his eye drop prescriptions, and by the fourth day, he was seeing a clear difference in his sight. Every day, it has gotten better, and I have loved watching him be thrilled by his sight and what he sees. When he saw the doctor for a recheck, he was very pleased with Jeff's progress and how great he was seeing. He had the ophthalmologist there test his eyesight and write a prescription for new distance glasses. Therefore, the reason we were at Boots Opticians getting his new lenses ordered. He is also able to have normal sunglasses when just needing protection for his eye. So we bought him some while at Boots. The doctor told him that in the next six months, his eyesight will continue to get better and wants Jeff to come back in three months for a recheck. At that time, they will see if his prescription needs to be changed again. At the same time, I went to the optician at Costco, an American warehouse company here in in London, to order contact lenses and possibly some new glasses, because the ones I had were so old. (laughs) Once my sight was tested, we agreed to start me on a trial monthly contacts, and then after two weeks, decide if that would work or come back to determine something better. 
After two weeks, the contacts were getting blurred after eight hours of a 12-hour wear. I knew I had cat allergies, and with our five cats, I had a feeling that was the problem more than the contacts. So I made an appointment and went back in to get this checked out. Once I told her the problem and what my suspicions were, she re-examined my eyes and found that my allergy suspicion was correct. I had little white bumps forming in my eyelids, which she says is normal for allergies and dry eyes. She suggested I do some treatments for my eyes as well as try daily contacts to see how they do. She also suggested I try not to wear contacts for the next week to give them a rest and let my eyes clear up. So I had to wear my lenses four times the week after I was given the contacts, but they are definitely the change I needed. I have gotten the treatments I need to take care of my eyes and have ordered my glasses with transition lenses from Boots. Both of us are basically taken care of there. Now for our weight, we both know for our health, we needed to lose weight. During the holidays, however, we did not watch that we ate healthy at all times. With sweets, candy, and carbs throughout the holidays and after, we gained a lot. We are now buckling down on eating wiser and exercising more so that we are healthy and losing weight so we won't have other health issues like back problems, diabetes, heart problems, and the list could go on. The 1st of February was our starting date, and off we go. Do you find this is the time of year that you decide these things Or is it normally the very first day of January? For us, we are now out of the holiday leftovers and goodies. So it is now time to focus on being better to and for ourselves. Not only the eyes and weight have been a concern. Lately, I have had an issue with my lower back and right side from my hip down to my foot. My chiropractor, physiotherapist, and yoga teacher have all tried to help me with this problem and only seemed to get at helping the symptoms instead of fixing the problem. Therefore, I was seen by a professional physiotherapist for a second opinion and another eye to determine that problem. He has had me doing some exercises for bending back and sitting and standing straight. These are helping. I'm no longer having the pain down my right leg. So, at one of the heaviest I have weighed before, other than my first pregnancy... I will be focusing on improving my health and getting better in all things. I am trying to set realistic goals for myself for the year. My stepdaughter will be getting married in June, so that is one of my goals for weight loss. Not the complete goal, but one point in it. Being realistic, I should be able to lose a pound a week prior to the date, which is June 3rd, and that will put me losing approximately 17 pounds up to that date. Fingers crossed I can do it. With a couple of trips before then, I have to be diligent. I share these things going on with me and us so that you all know you are not alone. We all have things we have to go through. And yes, some may be worse than what you are going through, but it does not invalidate what you are going through. Just remember that. Everyone is different. So we see things differently and experience things differently than others. I appreciate all my wonderful listeners for having patience waiting since I have been stretching my episodes out lately. There has been a lot going on, as you have heard. We are going on a 10-day trip to Descany, Italy, and I will then be back again with another episode. Now for positive news. The article that I will 
be talking to you about is called Five Reasons Someone Loses a Sense of Purpose and How to Fix It. It's by PowerPositivity.com. And it first states, have you ever wondered why you're here? What is your reason for being alive right now? Without a sense of purpose, are you living? Humans need a reason to wake up in the morning and have some satisfaction in their day. That's the essence of a purpose-driven life. Sadly, for many folks, they've lost their purpose. It's not that they abandon ship without good reason, but the cares of living can choke the life out of you. Do you still believe that you can conquer life's mountains? Five reasons why you've lost your sense of purpose. And it goes through each one so that you know the five different one, main ones that people have pinpointed um, that gets them to this point. Number one is your anxiety is ruining your life with a lost sense of purpose. Anxiety is the worst. I have had it, and it does. It just totally throws you sideways, is all I can say. This states, an anxious life is one of fear and not faith. Anxiety can make you think and feel things that aren't true. It's easy to lose your sense of purpose when stuck in fight or flight mode. When you're struggling with anxiety, nothing in your life makes sense. Don't I know it? (laughs) Your mind feels that you're always in danger and these overwhelming feelings can dominate your life. How can you live with purpose and conquer your goals when you're in constant fear? Anxiety comes in many different forms. Some will have post-traumatic stress disorder, while others will struggle with a generalized anxiety disorder. Regardless of which type you struggle with, none of them are easy. And it states how to fix it. While anxiety is a genuine problem, it's also a difficulty that's treatable. Many people don't get help because they're afraid, but things like cognitive behavioral therapy can be a benefit. And I went into therapy with mine, and it was a definite benefit to get that therapy and get that help. Don't just think it'll go away, because it doesn't without help. Number two, you've stopped dreaming. How many of you guys have stopped dreaming? Don't ever stop dreaming. Life would be pretty dull if you didn't have a dream. Remember, when you were 18 and the world was your oyster, you had so many plans of your life that you would conquer the world as you were purpose-driven. Now you've lived in the adult world for a few years and the dreams and plans you once overshadow your reality. Do you remember how exciting it was to lie on the ground and look up at the stars, realizing that your possibilities were endless? What happened to that person who dared to dream? Regardless of your age, you must have a vision. It would help if you had something to look forward to and a person to aspire to be. To fix it, at the core of someone who stopped dreaming is likely some depression or upsets in your life. If you're struggling and going through the motions of living, you need to find your purpose again. You can change this dynamic by simply starting the dreaming process again. If there's an underlying mental health concern, fixing it can help you on your path. Number three, success seems unachievable when you lose your sense of purpose. Everyone has limitations. There are things you can't do because of physical and mental restrictions. However, sometimes the limits are just perceived and not based on reality. It's all about mindset. First, to fix it, the first place to start is to adjust your mindset. Stop thinking you can't do something and start focusing on what you can do. 
Even the things that seem unreachable might be more obtainable than you think. Number four, a lack of focus reveals you lack a purpose-driven life. If you seem stagnant, it's likely due to a lack of focus. Let's assume you wanted to finish college and get your degree. However, three kids later, you don't have the time or money to accomplish this task. Your focus has been shifted to more pressing matters, as your children are only little for so long. How can you focus on schooling and getting your good grades when you're so preoccupied with your chaotic life? One lady faced insurmountable circumstances when her husband left her with four kids. She was naturally upset, but she decided she would make something of her life. She went to law school, worked a a full-time job, and raised all four kids. Was it hard for her to accomplish this? Yes. However, she was a judge on the show Divorce Court for 17 years. (laughs) How to fix it. It's challenging to keep your focus when you're being pulled in 150 directions. Thankfully, there are some simple things that you can do to help enhance your attention. Try doing something like meditation or yoga that can help you purge all the negativity and things from your mind that keep you from focusing. Number five, you haven't found your calling. Some people say your sense of purpose isn't your calling in life. Each person on planet Earth has unique gifts and callings. Look at the works of Picasso and Rembrandt. Can you imagine being able to create such masterpieces with your hands? What about Beethoven? He was one of the greatest composers of all time, yet he was deaf. How can you possibly play music when you can't hear it? According to California Symphony, he used vibrations and memories from before he lost his hearing to compose. How to fix it. Matthew 6.21 states, where your heart is, there you will also find your treasure too. What makes you happy? Life is too short to be miserable, so you need to find your niche and the things that bring you joy. Then they have final thoughts about it. Final thoughts on a purpose-driven life. Sometimes it's challenging to have faith in yourself when you're surrounded by fear. If you've lost your sense of purpose, the cares of this life may have become so heavy you can't get beyond your troubles. Today's a new day, and it's time for you to live the purpose-driven life you've always imagined. You can do anything you want, but sometimes you need a little push. Where do you see yourself five or even ten years from now? Remember, all it takes is one small step to restore your sense of purpose, and it's time to make a move. So I thought that article was very interesting and very helpful. I know when I was going through these kind of things, it it was my counselor that helped me understand these things. And to have had this article, it would have helped too. And I just want to share this because this article is from, as I said, Power Positivity. You can actually download their app or you can go on their website, um, powerpositivity.com. And they have a lot of positive um, articles, insights, quotes. It's really great to go on there and just check some things out, especially if you're down and needing something that's going to, give you a little kick and positive um, thoughts and feelings and all the good stuff. (laughs) And I like to go on there sometimes and and find something really good that helps others. And that was one of them. So uh, (laughs) that is my positive moments for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you all for listening to this episode, my wonderful listeners. 
Remember to be kind to yourself and others. Always let those you love know how you feel and that you are thinking about them. Be kind to others as you are out and about each day. Just one kind word to another person can make such a big difference to their day and life. You never know. You can find me and this episode on all your favorite podcast apps and my website as well. You can also find me on my podcast with my partner, Jeff, Escapodacy, which is spelled E-S-C-A-P-O-D-Y-S-S-E-Y on all your favorite podcast apps and our website. Until next time, have a great day and a great week. Thanks. Now go out today as you're going about your business, whatever you do today, if you come upon somebody that you see that has something on that you like or the hair is, has done some way that you like or whatever you might see that you like, let them know. They may be having a bad day and you could be giving them something that makes them smile. Tell them so. Tell them hi. Even just a smile or a hello will make someone's day. Have a great day, you guys. Thanks.